A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. For us as solution designers and entrepreneurs, it's really important to understand Bluetooth if we want to know what is and what is not possible. Without Bluetooth, there'd be no iBeacon, no Eddystone, and no physical web. Connecting the millions of other building blocks of IoT would be really challenging. We're all familiar with Bluetooth at some level, but many of us are less familiar with the people behind the standard, where it came from, where it's going, and how to influence or understand this thing that is central to what we do. We had the opportunity to speak to Mark Powell, Executive Director of the Bluetooth SIG, and asked him to answer these questions and many more. I think you'll find the conversation interesting. Don't forget to subscribe to us on the Mr. Beacon website, YouTube, Facebook, or your favorite audio podcast platform. So Mark Powell, you're the Executive um, Director of the SIG, the Bluetooth SIG. Thanks for allowing us to have this conversation. Um, I feel like we're kind of going behind the curtain of, a, of an amazing brand. And I want to talk to you about the brand. Uh, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about the organization that makes things happen and about the standard as well. And Bluetooth is just such an incredibly important standard. It's right at the center of the Internet of Things. But it's been with us for a while. How old is the standard? Um, well, the standard goes back to the almost 1998, uh, you know, the first announcement, it's 20 years next year, um, the first announcement was back in 1998, um, and I, the spec came out pretty soon after that. It was initially um, a cable replacement uh, technology, and you know, the story about connecting uh, your laptop to your mobile phone uh, back in the day, of course, there was very little Wi-Fi and the only data connection that you could have was from usually from your cell phone or a dial-up modem. Um, and so that was a big part of it, but also um, wireless audio for, you know, having a, a headset. Um, and, you know, that was the, you know, the starting point for the technology. I remember that I was working actually at Motorola at the time and responsible for the first Bluetooth handset that actually did all of those things so um, and it's kind of cool for me that my career has been on this kind of you know loop uh, that uh, here I am now um, you know heading an organization where I saw the beginning from outside and uh, yeah. Well I think Bluetooth has got some fascinating history when I was writing the Beacon technology book The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Beaker System I ended up like completely digressing into how the name came about so can you tell us why, why is it called Bluetooth? 
So yes, this is funny. I, I did a fireside chat uh, with uh, one of the original technology founders. I was there. It was a great discussion. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was in London, right? That was in London. Uh, one of the SIG conferences. Exactly, and uh, I di I didn't know it until we prepared ahead of time for this fireside chat. But I thought it was that you know that's what they decided. But no, actually, what happened was they. Uh, needed a code name for this kind of an internal code name for this um, collaboration between multiple companies, multiple warring tribes. And one of the guys, uh, I think it was Jim Kardash, had been reading about um, you know uh, Scandinavian folklore and and so on and history, and had read about this uh, Viking uh, leader who had gathered together the tribes, the warring tribes, and created. Uh, you know, one tribe, and he was Harold uh, Blotad, which means Bluetooth. And so Jim had proposed, okay, let's let's use Bluetooth as the internal code name. And meanwhile, the marketing guys were off trying to figure out what to call this interesting uh, wireless connection technology. Spec became available, and unfortunately, they'd drawn blanks uh, with regard to trademark searches and, and, and what have you, and there was no name. And so uh, by default, they took the internal code name and by accident and uh, it stuck. And that's been the name of the organization and the technology ever since. I love it. So the engineers take over marketing and they come up with actually what is a really distinctive <laughs> brand, a memorable name. Give us a sense of where it is in the pantheon of brand names, because people may not know what it does, but they they recognize it. Yeah, it's very, very high level of recognition from people actually a lot of people do know i mean a lot of people will say oh yeah bluetooth you know it's that's the the thing i use for my headset or my wireless speaker it, it's pretty well known um high 90s in in you know spontaneous recognition around the world and known for you know wireless audio predominantly and i think i mean it's not like you've sp i mean how much money has Coke spent on the Coke brand? A huge amount of money. And I can't imagine that Bluetooth has spent nearly that amount of money. I I'm imagining it's got to just be because there's so many devices out there. How many devices are there out there? Um, that's a tough question. I mean, certainly this year, uh, three and a half billion devices will be shipped by the industry. That's an enormous number. So, you know, of course, that's, we've ramped up to that and mm -hmm. it's taken some time. But you're right, it's an amazing thing to think that such a small company, and we, we are, you know, this year it's only like $30 million that will be our uh, turnover this year. A $30 million company can have a brand that is ranked with the brands like Coke and Apple and, and so on. Amazing, amazing leverage. And you're right, it's, it's all because everybody else who's building the products is using that brand on their products. And these are multi-billion dollar companies who are doing this. So, you mentioned Apple, of course. Apple, yes. uh, what is their level in the organization? And explain to us what these levels are. Sure. So Apple is one of our promoter members right now. Uh, that's a fairly recent addition. Um, the promoter members were originally the, the companies that got together and um, put that collaboration together that prompted the Bluetooth mm -hmm. name, the Warring Tribes, so to speak. Um, and over, over time, I mean, 20 years, yeah, M&A, companies come and go. And, you know, we've ended up with seven, seven companies now, including Apple, who are uh, promote, what we call promoter members of the company. 
Um, they are really the stakeholders in the business. Um, you know, we are a not-for-profit organization and you know, uh, they are really the, the key. Uh, if they were shareholders, they'd be shareholders, but because we're not set up that way, they're really the key decision makers. And so do they make up the board? Is that the board? Yeah, so there's a representative appointed by each of those companies uh, on our board. So we have seven board members from them. And then the board, every two years, every year, sorry, the board selects two um, directors from the associate member base. So we have another four. Um, so the board is 11, 11 individuals. Um, they're not representing their companies. They're really independent directors that... Uh, that are helping you know, the organization progress. And what companies, I know they're not representing their companies, but what companies have provided the executive directors this year? The, the, the associate directors. Associate directors so, so this year we've added uh, Martin Turon, who's employed by Google, and Ruud van Bokhorst, who is with Philips Lighting. Okay, some, uh, some significant uh, weight behind it. And, one of the reasons why I'm asking you about this is that Bluetooth is a very important set of standards, really. And I think it would be useful for people, entrepreneurs, who are kind of part of our audience and solution designers, to understand how does the sausage get made. So if I was to kind of buttonhole you at one of these events and say, hey, Mark, I work for Williot. I'd really love you to put something that's specific to our tags in the standard that's not something that's actually within your gift, is it? You can't, or is it? If I was to buy you a few drinks, could you make it happen? <laughs> uh, probably not. <laughs> we could certainly help you understand how to do that. Right. I mean, our job, uh, actually we have three jobs to do. We talked about one a minute ago, which is promoting the brand and that we use a portion of the money we bring in to evangelize, to talk about, to develop the brand. Uh, but we have two other jobs to do. We have to help and facilitate the, the member companies to make new specs. Mm -hmm. So that's really the area you're talking about. And there's a, a process that uh, people go through. They have to submit an idea. The idea has to gather momentum from other members coming to join and co-sponsor this. Um, and then the idea is accepted. It moves into feature development and a feature list is created. And then once that feature list is created, it moves into development of the specification, architecture first, and then the details of exactly how it'll be implemented. So we could certainly help you understand how to do that. The third area that we're responsible for is helping members qualify their products. And qualification is a very important thing because one of the key things about Bluetooth is this these clever licenses that, that uh, you get as part of um, being, being part of the organization. You, you get a patent license and a trademark license if you qualify your product. Um, and you know, that's very important to help members complete that because we want them all to have, have those licenses. But it's also important in making sure that the members have tested the products properly because one thing that Bluetooth is very well known for is being extremely interoperable. Mm -hmm. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Of course, it's not perfect and we're making improvements all the time, but it certainly is, as far as I'm, I'm aware, the best technology from an interoperability point of view. So I couldn't just do some development in my garage, create this electronics device, kind of get hold of the specs and put something out and stick the logo on it. That's something that I have to go through a process? Well, you could do that. Uh, the, we wouldn't want you to do that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you're making too much noise in doing that, we'll come after you to make sure that you can uh, be helped to test your product and, and get a license to the brand properly. Um, yeah, we want to make sure that people are doing the right things. So I'm in my garage, I'm a startup CEO. How much is it going to cost me to get through this system? Well, first of all, you, could, you, you would want to join the organization. And joining doesn't cost any money. Uh, you have to sign some agreements. And those agreements effectively uh, allow you to be part of a cross-license, a massive cross-license, 32,500 member cross-license. Um, and that's, in, that's important um, and because it gives you the ability to get access to p other people's patents. Um, so you'd need to do that. And then when you build your products, um, each product that you create has to be qualified. And when you qualify, there's a, there's a fee, fee to be paid. And we actually have a small startup garage program. It's called the Innovation Incentive Program. It's targeted at small companies. And there's a, you know, a, a nominal fee. I think it's $2,500 that uh, is, it needs to be paid to cover our administrative expenses. The, the regular, mem you know, regular members are paying much more than that. Mm -hmm. This is a program to really encourage and help startups. Cool. And, uh, so I think you've given us a flavor for how to engage. And we've talked about kind of the top level. And then, then there's this sort of entry level. What if I want to get involved in a working group? What if I want to help steer the direction of the standard? So there's, um, uh, we've already talked about uh, uh, two types of members. There's the promoter members, which were the, you know, originally, originally mm -hmm. were the, the founders of the organization. And then we were just talking there about what we call adopter members. Mm -hmm. um, there's another tier, um, which we call our associate tier. Um, associate members pay f an annual fee and for that, they get to con you know, participate in working groups and committees and be part of the development of the specification, the development of the architecture. And you know, a subset of our membership chooses to do that. Um, and uh, you know, they, they, some of them are extremely active. Uh, some of them just want to see where the technology is uh, and start working with it, building prototypes before it's released and so on. So. So you kind of get this advanced view because you guys are pretty disciplined. For a big organization, you're pretty disciplined about what you talk about and yeah. when you'll talk about it. So it seems like if I'm an associate and on the working group, then I get a little 
more of a view of the future of what's coming. Is that fair? Yeah, you probably will see the details uh, and definitely see the details as it gets later in the process. We will be talking about what's coming. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for example, uh, a lot of work going on right now on the next generation of Bluetooth audio. Mm -hmm. um, we're not going to share publicly a lot of detail about that right now, but if you wanted to know more, you could become an associate member and really either see where we're at or for sure have an opportunity to contribute either requirements or actually contribute technical solutions. Uh, and what are the other problem areas that you, you, Bluetooth, we can expect Bluetooth to be working on and uh, what, what else is in the future? Well, uh, I mean, it's, you know, we've got these kind of three connection modes, you know, the original point-to-point, -point, mm -hmm. um, you know, which is the typical audio type, type you know, situation. Then we've got one-to-many where we have, and you know this very well, the beacon um, type situation, almost connection-less really. Mm -hmm. um, and then many-to-many, -many, and many-to-many -many is really the mesh uh, technology that we've just released. Um, beyond that, Audio, of course, we're going to reinvigorate our audio specification, new use cases, better codecs, better performance, um, and then uh, things like direction finding, high accuracy direction finding, be fantastic for indoor positioning and so on. I think that's going to be an amazing area. I really think that's going to significantly impact the whole set of enterprises mm -hmm. that haven't necessarily seen Bluetooth as being important to them. If we look at asset tracking, mm -hmm. uh, the way I look at it is the world's in a batch mode. We're kind of back in the paper tape and punch card era of manufacturing and warehouse management. You send someone out with a barcode scanner or even an RFID reader, mm -hmm. and they're getting an old, immediately that snapshot's out of date. And I think the opportunity with what you guys are doing is to take that into the world of real time where manufacturers know where every pallet is, every person, every tool, and that's really going to be quite profound in Definitely. terms of the number of devices and uh, its impact on, uh, on, on the way we do business in another area that's quite far removed from audio headsets and, uh, and that sort yeah. of thing. So, I mean, what, what is the breadth of Bluetooth? Because people know about the headsets. Um, what's, give us a sense of just all the things that are going on in terms of the number of groups and, uh, and, and fill in any gaps in terms of major areas that are being worked on. Sure. There's a lot of busy stuff happening. Absolutely. I mean, we have one group that focuses on kind of the core technology, the, you know, the, the channels, the, 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 the pieces, the bits and pieces, the bits and bobs, the pieces that uh, applications will use. And so that, that one group is focused on enabling new, new ways of doing things. Um, then above that, we have uh, groups that are building particular application technologies. So there's a hearing aid working group um, that's working on hearing aid applications for, for Bluetooth. Um, there's an audio and telephony working group that's working on the existing technology, enhancing the existing technology for wireless audio. Um, and another group that's looking at the future of wireless audio. We have a group that's focused on mesh and mesh applications and, um, and a group that's focused on um, the uh, sports and fitness area, healthcare area, 
So there's, there's groups that are focused on different industries and different, different segments. Um, and I'm honestly, within each one, there's just so many different verticals that the technology can be applied into. Well, I think by any measure, Bluetooth's been incredibly successful. So congratulations on, on leading that organization. We really appreciate you being on the podcast. Thank you very much. All right. So I'm going to ask you about the music, but why is the Bluetooth SIG based in Seattle? Because we're in Seattle, or in Kirkland, to, to be precise. <laughs> well, I think it's a long story. Uh, I've only been with the SIG for five years. And originally, um, you know, the organization, when it was established as an organization in the early 2000s, was in Kansas City, and then moved to Bellevue, uh, and then to Kirkland. I think it's one of those uh, wireless uh, e expertise areas, I would say, around the world. Um, you know, That's right, a bunch of carriers. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah T-Mobile back in the day, uh, Voice Stream, and um, oh, Western Wireless, and uh, AT and T are pretty close by. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so most important question, certainly most challenging question, what are the three songs that you would take on a trip to Mars? So I th thank you for letting me think about that in advance. So, yeah, I have three. So the first, I would say, is um, No More Heroes by The Stranglers. Love that. And the reason why is because uh, when I was much younger, I was playing in bands, and this was uh, a song one of the bands I played in played regularly and so it's always good to think about you know wow okay yes I used to play that song so yes no more heroes by the stranglers That's number one number one um, number two would have to be my kind of go-to meditation kind of calm down song which is um, future love paradise by seal from his first album um, always find that particular song very calming and in a way, spiritual. He's a very spiritual kind of guy. Um, so that's, that's number two. Number three is funny, I guess. It's uh, Mustang Sally. Maybe not the Wilson Pickett version, um, but The Commitments. I don't know if you know the uh, movie. It's the one of my favorite movies. Indeed. And so the reason for that is whenever I have the misfortune to be in a karaoke bar, that will be my go-to karaoke song because I think I know all the words. All right. So, so a few good memories yes, from that. Exactly. Maybe a little blurry, but yes, uh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Very cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. No worries. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.